So you could just stare at no, his apartment. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> Mallory. <laughs> Order. <laughs> you know, we have two little boys and I, I, I gosh, I know it makes me cry. I literally just went poof. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs>up everybody welcome back to couple things with sean and andrew a podcast all about couples and the things they go through i'm pumped for today we sit down with mallory irvin and kyle demiola i feel like this is internet's favorite favorite couple uh yes i mean they're our favorite couple they're our best friends yeah i have known mallory since i was one of her judges at the miss america pageant where she was runner-up in 2010 she then went on to the amazing race where she came in second with her dad. Mm -hmm. She went back to do the Amazing Race two more times. Mm -hmm. Kyle Demiola, her husband, owned and ran a valet company from Nashville, Tennessee. But he now works for and with Mallory. And um, they explain the dynamics of their relationship, how they broke up and then ultimately ended back together and how that all happened. Uh, We love Mallory. I would say that we love Mallory and Kyle. Absolutely. But I would say Mallory is one of your best friends. Yes, she and was in our wedding. I was in her wedding. Um, what they now do is they work in the digital world as influencers. Yeah. They're killing it. Please go follow them. Check them out at Mallory Irvin. Also check out Mallory's podcast called Living Fully with Mallory Irvin. And look out for her book coming at the end of next year. If you guys haven't yet, if you could, please subscribe to this show and rate it on whatever platform you're listening to. That'd be greatly appreciated. Hey, also, we've been including this on screen, but for those of you who are listening, don't forget that you can change the speed of the playback as you're listening or watching. Uh, you can go to the settings or it's right there on the Apple podcast too. You can just click the 1X, make it 2X. For those of you who are crunched for time, I like to listen to my podcast two times speed, but... I like to listen to it half speed. <laughs> But anyway, just so you guys know that that option is there, um, check it out. Let's go ahead and jump into this one with Mallory Irvin and Kyle Demiola. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Welcome, guys. It's only taken um, way too long to get you on the podcast. Tis the things with I children. I feel like it was children, sick, children, sick, mm-hmm. sick, sick, children. Mm-hmm. It was one thing after another. we ringer in 2020 so We far. really have. We've battled a lot of illnesses in mm-hmm. our household. How does it work with two kids, though? Because as soon as someone gets yeah. sick, it's one person, it's, it's like... It's um, a merry-go-round is what it is. So, like, one person gets done with a merry-go-round, and then the next person gets on, and then they have a sickness, <laughs> and then the next person gets on, and they have a sickness, and that's how it goes. So, yeah. wait till you have baby number two. It's just oh, going to be a thing. Lord. It's about a month. You can count on at least a month of sickness. Yeah, because I mean, you can't, it's not like you can quarantine. Everybody's talking about the quarantines these days. (laughs) Quarantines and the corona. I even quarantined myself when I got the flu and and Shepard still got it. So Shepard is our youngest son. But isn't there maybe something to like, especially if you have multiple children, the second one of you gets sick to just. All right, as a kid, I used to love when my parents would sit down and play a game with us or do any activity. And right here in our hands, we have the KiwiCo box, which is the activity of all activities for young kids. The colorful chemistry set, to be specific. So with Drew and Jet, 
and bear, we try to have really intentional playtime. And that's hard because they're all different ages and kind of in different developmental kind of phases of life. I love with KiwiCo that each month we get boxes specific to their ages and kind of like the activity development phase that they're in. So each box, this one's the colorful chemistry set. Um, this has to do with science, but especially with bear, it can be really hard with a four month old to know like how to interact with him where he needs to be at four months old. And I love in these crates, they actually have cards that say, here are activities or things you can do specific to bear that will help him identify colors or whatever it is. I love KiwiCo. There's always something new for kids to discover, like learning about the science of ice cream, engineering robots, or doing science experiments, which our kids have loved yes. recently. Sean is currently holding, as she said, the colorful chemistry kit, which has provided hours of entertainment for our kids. They look forward to their new crate every month, and this one kept him really engaged. We got to experiment with mixing oil and water, mixing different colors, and watching how different things react. It was so fun. We basically created our own little chemistry lab with the kids, and we could feel their excitement when they got to play around and mix things together. Plus, it barely made a mess, so it was really quick to clean up and to use again another day. It can be hard to find creative ways to keep your children engaged, challenged, and off their screens, but KiwiCo does the work for you, so you can spend quality time tackling projects together. Redefine learning with play. Explore projects that build confidence and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month of any crate at KiwiCo.com when you use code COUPLE. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com. Promo code COUPLE. Make everyone else sick immediately? It's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. Um, what'd you say? Is it like a... <laughs> Sorry, I was just focused on my gummies and peace and quiet up here while your mom's watching the children downstairs. Yeah, um, we're praying for my mom right now. She's watching the three children, mm -hmm. Drew, Shepard, and Ford. Mm -hmm. um, I was saying, isn't shouldn't you, like, as soon as one of you gets sick, just kiss all over everyone and make sure you all get sick immediately? Oh, that would be a good idea, I guess, yeah. But the thing is, is you need someone who's able to be the caretaker. True. So, like, whenever I was sick... Laying in the bed with flu B. Also, you hear all of these things from all the doctors and pediatricians saying, don't let your child get around anyone with flu or RSV or anything. So mm -hmm. I was really scared. So I quarantined myself and Kyle was like, you know, I'm probably going to get it, but we can't have it at the same time. Yeah, because you need one parent. You need yeah. one parent. And it's not like you can be like, hey, babysitter, do you want to come over and... Expose yourself to the flu <laughs> yeah. to watch yeah. my children. For some reason, uh, none of our babysitters wanted to work. <laughs> yeah, we don't so. know why. Uh, I mean, we had that in Park City. I got sick. I was out for 24 hours. Yeah. Like, I remember. I know. Oh, my gosh. Couldn't leave the bathroom. And then you took care of Drew the entire day. And it was like two days later, we swapped. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, but what would you have done if you would have both had it at the same time? No idea. You can't. So you have to do the merry-go-round version of sickness. Uh, you take turns and then you're sick for a whole month and then you miss seeing your friends and going out in public. And then once you can go out in public, then they shut the public down. Then it's the Corona. Then it's the Corona. So, yeah. I'm sick of talking about the Corona. I'm changing the topic. Okay. Okay. It's because of you two that we're sitting here in the first place. Do oh, you realize that, right? Yeah. Mallory is the reason that we, we started, started YouTube and well, being content creators in the first... Kyle, you had nothing to do with it. I'm not going to lie. But Mallory, <laughs> <laughs> I was still parking cars when she was doing the YouTube thing. So. Wait, do you remember the day that you had to come rescue me? That was a long time ago. Yes. Yes, in the Gulch. Yes. yes I was driving I your truck, Andrew. <laughs> mm -hmm. I went to the Gulch to turn up truck. Yeah. 
I forgot about that. And two people blocked me in. And I could not get out with your truck. And I called Mallory and she's like, oh, wait, Kyle, come save you. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, Kyle, yeah. Kyle's my Mallory uh-huh. parking Your impression of morale, Mallory is hilarious. Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> what, Kyle? <laughs> what, Kyle? I want to uh-huh. know, I haven't heard this story, <clears throat> the first meeting between you two. Oh, well, would Ooh. you like to tell it? Like um, when we met? When the first time you met At Fido, was. yeah. Yeah, it was at Fido. So I was up, um, it's when I owned my valet company. So in the morning, I'd go to a coffee shop and do like payroll and all of that stuff. Um, and so I went to Fido one day. I've never been there before, ever. And I was like, ah, oh, this place may be good. And so I walk in and to my right, I see this little blonde in these very <laughs> short jean cut-off shorts. <laughs> and I look over there, and she has just dominated a whole plate of pancakes. And so <laughs> I'm yeah. like, okay, I may sit beside her. I, I kind of like what's going on here. And um, so I'm sitting down doing my work, and I hear Mallory sneeze. And so I said, well, bless you. She's like, well, thank you. I said, okay. So I go back to doing my work, and then I sneeze. She's like, well, bless you. I'm like, oh, well, thank you. Oh, that's and, then, uh, uh-huh. and then we just started, we started talking and hit it off from there. I think I came over to your place the next night, not like just to kind of hang out. And um, Dang, wow. Yeah. 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 Moving no, quick. It wasn't. <laughs> well, it wasn't yeah, well, wow. like, okay, it, Kyle's got a different okay. version of this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, what's your version? I know okay, our first, first of date. All, he, he was sitting down first, I think, whenever no, I walked. No, you were. Are you sure? I'm 100% sure. Oh, a guy never forgets the first time he sees his girl. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, back then I was really kind of floating around in life and didn't really know what was going on. I think I'd brought a planner that was probably empty. I was crushing a lot of mimosas in those days. Yes, I would no more mimosas that. these days. Yeah. Put that in the planner. And yeah, I know. More mimosas at my house. So um, I sat down and I was just like aimlessly scribbling stuff down, I'm sure, in a planner. And Kyle, it's the only time I've ever seen him wear glasses. He doesn't wear glasses. I don't know why I had on glasses that day. Watch this be like a whole planned thing, and I found out on this podcast today. Like, <laughs> he helped me. Well, no, like, I wore these reading glasses because on our timesheets, I had valets write their times in, so I couldn't really read their really bad handwriting. So glasses helped. That was a one-time you yes. ever wore Well, when glasses? I did the timesheets, yeah, I used to wear my spectacles. Mm-hmm. And yes. he was using a mechanical pencil, I think. I was like, who does work with pencil? I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> Seriously, I'm a big like, an ACT test. And number two, do you have anything to sharpen this pencil with? Miss? I'm a big mechanical pencil guy, still. Uh-huh. So, um, and then... So we started talking, so the bless you, it was a bless you if that was a sneeze kind of thing. And then I, it's so funny. So I had a, a girl walked over to me, a girl, her name was, her name's Nicole. I'd, I've only seen her like once since then. She walked over to me and was talking and I was just having this long conversation. She did Miss America the year after I did it. We were just mm-hmm. talking about all those things. And after I talked to her, then I turned back over and I was like talking to Kyle. He's like trying to do work and we were just talking and and then I was like I don't know how we got on the subject about my grandpa like and our family's bourbon and stuff and I was like do you want to try it and um <laughs> that's why he came over to to like try it and it's really like this crafted bourbon. bourbon that my grandpa made and everything and I was like do you like it and he's like not really <laughs> <laughs> well it was it was it was a flavored one that he did and he yeah, usually smoke. doesn't do flavored smoky. and I just smoky. 
I, I liked his other bourbon better. Uh-huh. That now he tries because we're married with two children mm-hmm. downstairs. Yeah. Yes. And now when we were in the car yesterday, um, I sneezed. And Ford from the back seat, we have no idea how he learned it. it said, bless you. So everything just has come oh, no full circle. Oh, man, that's sweet. That's yeah. so cute. Mm-hmm. That's really Wait, sweet. Wait, I need you guys to bring it full circle real quick. You went back to Fido. Oh, yes. you were there. Yes, we, um, so years, how many years did we date now? Way too long, Kyle. Uh, <laughs> it's like we dated. We were ready for that engagement. Me and Sean <laughs> yeah. both. Um, what? And so, just not she wasn't as mad as me. I, I was worse. Hey, don't drag, don't drag us. <laughs> I mean, you did. You, you made me read Meaning of Marriage our first year dating. So I was like, oh, it's gonna happen anytime. I want to finish three the story years in. Well, yeah, Mallory, <laughs> had, she held my feet to the fire. Yeah, we had taken a couple trips, and she thought it was gonna happen. It didn't happen, and so uh, I knew when I wanted to do it. And I wanted to do it at Fido, and so I called Sean. And I was like, I'm going to engage. I'm going <laughs> to propose to Mallory and call Mallory's family. And we all, everybody kind of hid in the back. And Mallory thought she was going to Fido for a business meeting. Um, she had no idea. And uh, it was special. It was pretty cool. It was so good. I know. Yeah. Was I was so excited. excited. I love like her family, like her best friend being there. It was really, um, I'll never forget it. Yeah. Was yeah. really Were there any day? pancakes crushed that day or no? Uh, I think I was on the whole 30 that time <laughs> yeah. and I immediately got on a wedding diet. So <laughs> uh, I probably crushed some pancakes. Yeah. Okay. And then one more story that I want you guys to share is when you saw Kyle for the first time, cause you guys took a little break. We took a little break. So it's so funny, you know, early in relationships in my life, I always thought like, if you find the person that you're supposed to be with, you're always with them. You don't break up. You don't have like issues and stuff like that, that like, it's just not meant to be if you break up later in life, as I'm older and wiser, I realized that those, you know, bumps and those breaks, those are the things that actually like made our relationship super strong and great. So like we took this pretty long break. I was going through some stuff in my life. This is like five or six years ago. And I, so we broke up and I hadn't seen her talk to Kyle in months and it was hard to reach me it was just it was all these things these factors anyway so sean and i were like hanging out every day going to just <laughs> back in the life where we used to get to like just go to breakfast we like go on three mile runs you, at like 2 a.m do you want to go for a run sure do you want to go to breakfast <laughs> yeah. now it's like we had to schedule this podcast like a long time months. in advance months ago. <laughs> yeah so um we were at this coffee shop called the red bicycle and Mm. I you was sitting. Oh, we were sitting. I was with her. Sean's yeah. been like interwoven in this. Oh, whole she's story. very yeah. interwoven wow. in all, so many things. So Sean was sitting facing me, and I was sitting like facing Sean, and I could see the cash register. And Kyle has this thing that he does where he like sways all the time. Sorry, I know that was not good for the audio. <laughs> so he's like, I, I saw him from the back, and I saw his hands, and I like just knew his hands from, and I was like. My face it just like, like dropped. You saw a ghost. <laughs> and I was like, oh, what'd I say? I was like, I was like oh, my oh my God, it's Kyle. It's Kyle. <laughs> I was like, you're fine. Yeah, you were like, like what you're fine. Yeah. You look good. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> Sean was like looking at me and I'm like looking at Sean and then I'm just. Ah! And then he turns around and he's like, then he saw the ghost. So then we're like both in kind of ghost mode and he's. <laughs> 
was just walking towards me and then it was just like hi Kyle wait that reaction was because like oh my gosh the feelings are like so deep and real or like I don't want to see him <laughs> like which was it no it was I mean obviously here we are sitting here today it was a tough breakup on both of us like I think we both knew that we were meant to be together but like we also needed that break for a lot of different reasons and you know, Kyle had tried to reach out to me and I, and it was just, it was all this conglomeration of things, but you know, like seeing a person like in real life, mm -hmm. it's, it was just like, it overtook me. It was just. Now I'll tell you what was overtaking to me too. I'll never forget seeing your face, but I will also never forget seeing the eye darts Sean was giving me just looking at me like oh you and that is like the, the best friend eye darts when you break up with your best friend I was like hi everybody and I was like huh yeah because yeah, we had never met before right? because Mallory and I became friends and like started hanging out after you guys had broken up yep. in that break yeah and again when there's heartbreak involved you always hear like mm -hmm. yeah dramatized stories of whatever mm -hmm. and i was like oh so this is kyle <laughs> yeah. and again we're sitting here you guys are married have two of the most beautiful children ever but i will never forget i don't know if you've even told kyle this but when you guys are broken up how many times did we drive through the freaking gulch so you could just stare at his no, apartment. <laughs> what? Oh my God. God. Mallory. You <laughs> <laughs> follow what? restraining <laughs> order. <laughs> when Jeez. we drove through the gulf, I would look up and I would say, that's where Kyle lives. We would Thanks, Sean. Wow. <laughs> 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 I think the feelings are always there. She'd be like, oh, it's Kyle's. Okay. It's, it's light on, it's we light definitely on walked past Andrew's apartment several times when oh, we couldn't absolutely. get a hold of you. They had nothing to do back then. <laughs> Oh <laughs> Nothing to do. Yeah, we used to like play pranks on you and drive past <laughs> your yeah. It's just a couple yeah. Would you just have a couple gals having fun? <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, too much time in their hands maybe. But would you have described your relationship as volatile back in the day? Because here's what's interesting. You guys both at this point, the, the Kyle and Mallory I know now, deal with conflict and like uncertainty and all this stuff so well. Thank like you. That's a great compliment. You laugh it yeah. off and it's like, so I'm, I'm just trying to like, what was it like back in the day when? Well, I'm not sure. Up? Yeah. Back in the day, we had the tools to deal with conflict and being a little older now, it's just, we're better at it. We've learned how to communicate with each other. Uh, let's see, the word volatile what do you think? Well, I mean, it was just, there were a lot of other factors at play too. I mean, youth is a great thing, but it's also like, it's a tough time to commit to a partner because you don't even know yourself. I feel like you don't, like Kyle just said, you don't know how to handle like actual issues and things. I had issues with other things. Like I was drinking a lot and you know, a bunch of different things in my life that were also factors. I mean, Kyle too. And it was just, um, we were different people. And I always say, like, I'm really grateful that our relationship began in that type of setting because, like, we've seen each other truly at our worst. We've seen each other at our best. Mm -hmm. We have been through more together than a lot of people have after 50 years. And I think that's why our relationship is very wow. deep. Like, I always tell people, I feel like, 
everyone's always like, you know, I married my best friend and like we're this and that and we never fight and all those things. I think those are great, but I, we have a very deep relationship and there's literally nothing that we can't get through. Um, and I just feel very connected to Kyle, like on another level, I feel like, but it's simply because like we went through the ringer before and yes, I would say like parts of it were volatile. Um, and just, and, and just so different than they are now. But you know, to anybody that's like listening to this, that's in one of those relationships that really feels a deep love and connection, but maybe you're, you're butting heads or you just feel like something is not quite right like work on yourself i'm sure that the other person if they worked on themselves and like you can come back together and have the best relationship in all the land Mm. um so yeah i think that i i think that yeah while it was volatile once i wouldn't i wouldn't trade that for anything because i think that's why we're where we're at today so so it's funny i remember well tell the story of when you first reconnected with mallory in nashville so I was one of Mallory's Miss America judges in 2010. <laughs> we didn't know each other before. We didn't, but I knew you as Miss Kentucky. Is that like a, like a legal asterisk? Yeah, it's legal. Oh, yeah. legal <laughs> um, we did not know each other before Miss America. Um, but I remember you from the Miss America pageant. You stuck out like a sore thumb in a great way. But I'll be a I remember sore she literally skipped across the stage mm-hmm. and... I remember seeing you and you're like shorter and uh-huh. I was like, Oh, like me. a lot shorter. Um, <laughs> but anyways, it was three years later. I had just moved to Nashville. I had nothing to do except wait for Andrew to get out of practice. Uh-huh. School. Post me, po- posted on my entire dorm room. Yeah. I, I was went there to Michael's because I thought I'd become this craft person, which I'm not. No, was, you're crafty. I was looking for stuff in Michael's and I have this lady come up to me and she's like, excuse me, ma'am, do you sell tassels here? And I was <laughs> like, I don't. And I like, as I'm turning uh, to her, I'm like, I don't. And I was like, wait, Miss Kentucky? I didn't even know your name. <laughs> And no joke, you were wearing a pink Miss America hat. At the only time, like the glasses, the only time I've ever worn yeah. that hat. Yeah. So fun. It's my sister's and hat, you're like, actually. Sean Johnson? And then. What are you doing in Nashville? What are you, doing, what are you doing here? You're like, well, I'm making this Iowa thing out of these pieces <laughs> yeah. of, out of this. I'm going to put it on a wood board and then I'm going to put strings from tack to tack. Yeah. Oh, you did make that though. You I made did. It. And you're and like, then, why do you need tassels? Oh, I'm just hanging them on some antlers on my wall. <laughs> is that, is that even the picture of we need something to do? I don't know what is. Wait, the moose had a name. Francis. Francis. Yeah, he's not yes. on the wall anymore. I distinctly remember though, after, after that interaction, yeah. you tried to like tweet at Mallory or something. No. And that was when you were off taking off, care of yourself. Yeah. I called Andrew as soon as I left Michael's again, cheesy. <laughs> We've come full circle. I was like, I think I just met my new best friend. You were and right. You were right. And then we, you know, went separate ways for six months uh-huh. to a year and then came back and we're inseparable literally ever since yeah. ran three miles at midnight i can still church. remember like the first day like we were inseparable to a point of we would eat lunch together oh, we would yeah. work out together we'd go to the pool together we just were just the best of friends and just uh-huh. doing all kinds I'm of things and, back in the day i was like sick of you guys yeah sean's like you want to put post-it notes all over his walls i'm like yeah let's put some tacks in his bed too <laughs> 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 just uh, kidding <laughs> oh 
it's funny. I guess we've known each other for seven or eight years, probably. Isn't that funny? Like, how quickly time passes. It has been like eight yeah. years, seven or eight years. That's wild. I distinctly remember going to a Preds game. I think it was just us three, not you, Kyle. And there's a country musician playing. And you were, <laughs> you literally turned to us. You're like, all right, should I date him or should I date yeah. Kyle? <laughs> And I was like, Had I dated the country him? musician yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I ended up with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry you weren't there, man. But yeah, that's all right. <laughs> it all worked out. Uh, yeah, it's so funny. Like all the all the things that you go through in your own life, but all the things you go through in a relationship, like all the faces. And it's not even just the normal things. Like when you get married, this happens. When you have kids, this happens. Like we had so much, so much of a journey. Mm -hmm. I feel like before we even got engaged, it's so funny. Like I can remember y'all living in that apartment, like mm -hmm. when you were still in college and you had just, you oh were off, gosh, you'd done celebrity apprentice or something. And yeah, I know we would swim in biker shorts for some reason, never swim in biker shorts, but you were like, here, here's a pair of my, I was like, okay, I'm <laughs> yeah. going to be sporty spice today. <laughs> swimming. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we had some good times. Yeah. We had some really good times. And now look, a new phase of life. Shepard and Drew are downstairs playing together in little bouncy that things. It's insane. It funny. Okay, Kyle. So. You owned a valet business. Yep. Married Mal. I did. You guys got into the influencer world. Yes. You sold. No, I just, just dissolved of, it. Yeah. yeah. Kind of phased out of it. Get my private events to other companies and all that good stuff. So. How did that affect the relationship going from valet company to now working together? So <laughs> <laughs> let me tiptoe on this. Um, it's, it's different. <laughs> Being, I guess, starting my valet company, I started it in my childhood room. So I graduated college and went back uh, to live at home for at least a year. And that's not really good for your dating life. <laughs> sounds about right for a UT grad. Don't <laughs> 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 yeah. be talking about my balls, Andrew. Um, and so I rented out of my parents' room, kind of grew it um, to the point where about, we had like 80 valets. Uh and I really, I didn't really have a business degree. It was kind of a simple business, parking mm -hmm. cars. Um, so it's kind of learning on the fly. Uh, but, but it became an amazing business. It, it, was, it yeah, was big. We did, it was a big business. We did pretty yeah. good. We, uh, yeah, we, um, we did pretty good. And it's, uh, it was very, what people don't tell you about being an entrepreneur. And I feel like it's really glamorized now. It's not that fun. It's a lot of hard work. Like yeah. you are and a lot of times it's lonely. A lot of times it's stressful. Um, so yeah, that, that was kind of my experience. And there's a lot of good times as well. I'll never forget the times we would all go to dinner and you'd have to step out because you would get a call about some kid who was valet. Yeah. Drove a car, a car off a, yep. a cliff or something. Stressful. Yeah. yeah. Stressful. And it's, yeah. I remember, you know, Mal and I, I'd get a call at three in the morning. Something happened. We'd lose a set of keys. And I'd go down and meet with oh the gosh. restaurant and get yelled at by this manager. And like knowing now, obviously, I did not have a healthy work life mm -hmm. balance which going back now, I know how to kind of manage that and have the mental aspect mm -hmm. to kind of set it aside. But um, so that kind of transitioned into 
my wife hiring me. (laughs) 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 So, uh, I was like, well, Mal, you know, I'd love to help your business in any way, shape or form I can. I don't know what I can do. Let me learn how to edit videos. And so while valet or work with the valet company, I'd go and edit Mal's videos, I guess, and kind of learned how to do that. Um, and Mal, you know, worked really hard and was at a point to where she's like, we'll come over full time. So I'm like, okay. And I like it better in the sense of there's, to me, there's zero stress. Mm-hmm. Everything yeah. you do Working is, for your wife? Well, what we, kind of so right. we, you guys we're, we're doing pretty good. <laughs> yeah, we, there, there was that, mm-hmm. there's that point to where you have to find that balance. It's like, mm-hmm. okay. And to where I was trying to tell Mallory, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. This is what you need to do to where I slowly learned, you know, in my business, nobody really handled me with white gloves. I kind of had to learn for myself. So why am I trying to do the same Mm -hmm. to Mallory? Mm. And so that was kind of the light came on to me to where it's like, okay, instead of me thinking my role is some kind of coach, maybe I just need to be a liaison and let her do her thing. If she wants advice, give it when she asks. And if I see a train wreck coming a mile away, <laughs> maybe just let that train wreck happen and then be there to be like, okay, well maybe let's try this now at the end. Um, so that was kind of a learning curve for me, but now we, um, I feel like we work well together. We, we kind of know yeah. our roles. Um, we, we definitely have, we had to figure out, um, different roles. So he took on the video editing, just like he was talking about with himself and his valet company. He taught himself. We started on like iMovie and then upgraded to Final Cut Pro and then like got better cameras and all this stuff. And he would do a lot of the research about the equipment and different things and learned how to edit, learn the ins and outs of YouTube. And that became his job. I can't even remember how to edit a video anymore Mm -hmm. because he just took that over. Um, and then he started answering business emails. Like he has very specific jobs and then I do my part. But also, like, you know, lately, I feel like life is, it's truly the best of both worlds that we get. Like, what an awesome thing. We can run a business of this size out of our homes and be stay-at-home parents. Mm -hmm. It's the best thing in the entire world. Mm -hmm. The dream, the ideal, I think the goal of a lot of people. But it's very hard to Mm -hmm. balance it out and, and manage it. And it's this constant, like do you get help? Do we do it on our own? Do we, you know, how do we do this to where we can be present parents, but also like run our business well. So I think that has been our latest kind of challenge. And I think we're doing a pretty good job at it. I mean, I've turned down, I've turned down enough brand deals to buy another car this month, but it's, it is what it is. You have to choose your family sometimes. Go so. ahead and flex on them, Al. I flex mean, it's the, <laughs> it. <laughs> it's the and truth. It's the truth. Yeah, and it's and so, it's been better. You know, I yeah. mean, and it's not a traditional job per se, but it's you know, twenty twenty, the job market is not traditional now. Um, so I think our biggest thing is going between running a daycare and making content. And so it's tough. just that juggling act where you're almost like, okay, we need an office so we can get out of the house. We don't have kids try, crying. Like we seriously do a podcast in an office <laughs> with kids crying, dogs running in the house, the babysitter yelling for something. And that's kind of the season we're in now. Yeah. Um, just I mean, trying to, we're sitting in our podcast studio, which is our guest bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. I'm surprised we haven't thing. been interrupted yet. I know. Yeah. The kids. I keep listening for like, screaming uh, or it's it's yeah. going great downstairs should we just chill up here for like 
Yeah, let's just hang out. Turn it off. I'm going to take a nap. Yeah. I feel like that's the fun part of it, too. I mean, and that's what I was telling Mal. I like doing everything very streamlined. You don't need a huge office. You don't need a huge show. Let's run this out of our house, keep it as small as possible for as long as possible, and then kind of go from there. That's what mm-hmm. I learned from my valet company. I, mm-hmm. I was hiring people. We need an office. And then two years later, it's like, oh, my God, I wasted so much money on an office. Mm-hmm. We didn't need an office. Yeah. And you just kind of learn as you go. But um, It's yeah. funny. Kyle, I don't know if you girls know this, but like – the way it happens over here and it seems like same situation is Sean will be like, Oh, I want to do this or like whatever. I want letters on the wall and then that's it. And she leaves all the details and like figuring it out up to me. So I'm the dreamer. You're the doer. Kyle Mm -hmm. and I have had several calls where he's like, Hey, uh, so we're trying to do this. You got any idea? I'm like, no, nah, no idea, man, but we can figure it out. <laughs> well, a lot of times you do have an idea. And I've called yeah. Andrew mm-hmm. a bunch of times for advice yeah. because he's kind of, you know, him and Sean have created just this massive brand and we're sitting here now, like with all this sit up, it's, I don't know, y'all execute so well. You execute super well. And that's yeah. the biggest, I feel like that's the biggest part in this, in the influencer mm-hmm. yeah. world is executing because everybody's got all these ideas mm-hmm. and they're all yeah. great. But if you can't execute it and do it well and do it consistently, then you're going to be done in three or four years. Well, Babe, yeah, you do an amazing job at that. You oh, you yeah. really do. And, you know, I mean, Sean already had a global brand before. So, A, to take on something that was already set and then to modernize it in literally every single way. I mean, you crushed Instagram. Now you're crushing podcasts now. Like, you just you're a very valuable asset. Like you, you already know how I feel about you because <laughs> I've been your close friend for several years. Clearly, I think a lot of you, um, but you really do. I, I say it all the time. Like you're, a, you're a hugely valuable asset to mm-hmm. this brand. I mean, obviously you're very smart because of all of your accolades and such, believe it or not. Geez. No. So back in <laughs> Mallory and I first met, she was traveling to football games down in Starkville, Mississippi while uh-huh. I was in, at Vandy. Yep. But, I don't know if you knew this. Mallory asked me to marry her. Oh, yeah. You did. I'll forever. I remember we, start, we started our YouTube channel. You came in. We had some studio set up. You're like, oh, my gosh, Andrew, this is so nice. You want to just marry me and we can yeah. do this? <laughs> yeah. And that offer's still open, Andrew. <laughs> yeah. This setup looks really awesome. He's a great he will he's a great uh, girl dad. I got a feeling. Yeah. Like, I don't know. We'll yet, just be but each other's fallback. Yeah. This offer better not be open in any of your other podcasts, yes. <laughs> yes. Um I sorry. I was gonna say in the timeline of you're, you've been on Amazing Race twice. Three, three times. times. Three times, my bad. <clears throat> Miss America. Uh-huh. You've done other TV shows. Yeah, a bunch of random things. When you guys first met, was that after the Miss America and all that stuff? Um. So, yes. Yeah, so, I did Miss America in 2010. And um, we always go back and forth. I think we met in 2013. Really? I think we met in huh. 2013. Oh, gotcha. I need to do a timeline because I get confused yeah. on all of these things. It's like life just years pass so quickly and you forget. But I think it was 2013. Yeah. So I did a third season of Amazing Race when we were together. Gotcha. And like another random show. And 
he was really like ramped up in the valet business. And it's funny because we've kind of had, we've had so many different work, uh, work type relationships, like him owning a big business and me really struggling to find what's mm. next for me, struggling to like find my worth in the job market and in what I really wanted to do. So I was un super unfulfilled in what I was doing and nothing was consistent. And he's running this huge business and it was very stressful, like he says at times. It calls in the middle of the night. I mean, he was very committed to that. And then now, then we kind of transitioned, and that's one of the reasons he didn't just sell his company because we were back to it. Let's do it. Sure, there for a while. So he would just make it a little smaller, make it a little smaller because it was really big. And then he got to the point where he was just doing private events and stuff, and my business kept growing. And then now it's really, you know, my our business is is what it is now, and he. I call it our business because it, even though like I'm the face of a lot of it, thank goodness, it really, <laughs> <laughs> it really like only runs with both of us. Yeah. So, and people, it's so funny because like, I remember when I first started doing like the, especially like Instagram stories and YouTube, and I would like turn the camera on Kyle and he'd be like, oh, what did you ask me again? <laughs> yeah. It was not uh, that bad. It was <laughs> there, there was a learning curve. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Your Instagram has made my favorite account to follow. Thank you, Sean. That all the time. Ever. Thank you. I die laughing at everything you post. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. If you are following but, Kyle, go follow Kyle. Yeah, he has it, a funny uh, Instagram. It took me a little while to get comfortable on camera. Yeah, but, but now he's like... Everyone that follows me now follows him, not because he's my husband, but because they really like his yes. account and they see who I see that Kyle is. And that's, it's a cool thing. You know, it's really, I it's am funny. curious with this dynamic because it's something we ask a lot of people we have on the show because it's similar dynamic, but you work from home, your parents from home, your husband and wife from home. How do you separate all of it? Oh, we... <laughs> You know, that I feel like when you work together, like y'all and us, that's an ongoing game to set boundaries mm -hmm. on work when you can turn it off and be like, look, I'm just dad right now. No more, no less. He's really um, good at that, actually. And I, hmm. Yeah, and, I, and I've just learned from not having that, like being really bad at not turning it off, um, not turning it off for years. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Mal and I, when worst comes to worst, we are such good friends. We always have that to fall back on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and we're very lucky to have that. And so I, we've tried things like, okay, seven o'clock works over every night. And then mm -hmm. a week later, something pops up at eight o'clock that you've got yeah. to do. So it's just, I think being aware of it. And I feel like at night when the kids are in bed, we always watch a little TV now. Mm -hmm. And just kind of zone out and watch <laughs> some of our shows. And that's, uh, I know we both look forward to that, but it's just kind of taking some time and being able to turn it off, not talk about work, going on a date here or there. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's, it, it's a challenge. It's, it's hard. And, and we have like, we really have a lot of fun in our house with our children. Like it, it is yeah. stressful and hard, but like we make up songs all day. We sing and dance. We take nature walks. We, <laughs> our day, it's funny because we're running a, big business out of our house but then we're on a nature walk picking a flower out of a neighbor's yard <laughs> trespassing yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we just it's yeah. uh it, and we also have to step back a lot of times and remember that like you, so many times even when you get the things that you want mm -hmm. you can just fall into the the stress of things or the 
forgetting that like that's what you wanted in the first place and I always say and I say it on my podcast a lot and it always resonates with people like don't let your blessings become your burdens and I think a lot of people do that with the work that they do or their children like you Mm -hmm. wanted these things for so long they're amazing spouse and if you can't control that if you can't step back when you're feeling a lot of stress and anxiety and you're kind of in a tornado from day to day then it's all wasted I feel like and there are times where we get kind of in the craziness of things and we forget that, but Kyle and I are really good at stepping back and being like, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think too, a lot of goes to self-awareness and kind of knowing yourself when you know you're getting kind of burnt out or you're tired or stressed knowing, okay, I need, I need some time to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's important too, because unless you're aware when you know you need that, it's just going to, it'll be too late. Yeah. And then a bam, like a little rupture or fight or something will happen. It's like, hold on. I can kind of sense myself going here. It's like, baby, I'm going to go see a movie tonight for about three hours. Don't call me. Don't talk to me. I need three hours. And she's like, okay, cool. See you in a little bit. So uh, things like that kind of help. Um, yeah. And as your children get older too, like, so we've got children in our house now. Now I'm not thinking of how do we balance it out with Kyle and I, how do I get this work done? Now I'm thinking, how is this child seeing me mm-hmm. do this? How is this child seeing an argument that we just had? How mm-hmm. is... How's it affecting him? Our oldest little boy will be two in like a month. And that's something that I'm thinking about now. And that kind of brings in something that I always think about. You know, you have different things that work in different phases of your life. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, I think they try and something worked for them five years ago in the relationship or 10 years ago or something worked for them when they didn't have kids you've constantly got to evolve that type of stuff so now that I'm thinking about that it's so funny I did on my podcast yesterday I had a guy named Miles Adcox and he runs Onsite which is a Mm -hmm. local it's just he's big in the field of emotional wellness and he's got a young child and he talks about how like when he and his wife argue like he gets on his knees in front of his child and Colin actually don't argue a lot mm-hmm. so but but when we do it's okay for kids to see that it's not we're not like a screaming yelling fight we're like why didn't you do the dishes today dang it Kyle <laughs> <laughs> why don't you do that laundry Kyle fold my underwear different Kyle no I'm just kidding <laughs> you know <laughs> No, I'm just joking. But it's um, you know, it's uh, he says he gets on his knees in front of his child, and he says that was not about you. Just so you know, and they have this little feelings chart to where the child, like when he's feeling a certain way or like he's around something that's going on, he stands on the happy feeling or he stands on the sad feeling, and teaching like emotional intelligence Mm -hmm. and well being to your children. It's a whole. It's a whole thing, and it's a thing that I think about a lot now when I'm trying to balance out life and work and, and a relationship and everything kids. else. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like Kyle said, we are truly, we have a deep friendship. Like, we really have fun together. We we laugh all day long, constantly. Anytime I feel like I'm off, um, Kyle, well, he's kind of, I think, making fun of Tony Robbins. I'm like... I think Tony Robbins is is awesome and all of his, but literally Kyle is like change your state, change your state. Not <laughs> yeah. no, I like. Let me fully disclose. I like Tony Robbins. I Tony like Robbins message. is awesome. Um, <laughs> but I, but yeah, yeah, he's he's so good at like getting me out of a stressed state or an overwhelmed state. That tends to be whenever I get off, it's overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed with something and. 
same with him. I know he's burnt out from something that he's doing. Um, I know he needs time. He needs to go grab a dinner or he needs to go to the movies or whatever it is that he does. And invite me sometime, bro. I want to go to see a movie. Oh, okay. he, will, he will go. You had boys like <laughs> you last night. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, say. Uh-oh. You've mentioned your podcast a couple of times. I want you to talk about uh, the living fully mantra that has now become your brand to a large extent. Um. Yeah. Go for it. So I birth to this i've been birthing a lot of things in the last (laughs) few years but um yeah the living fully the live fully brand was kind of born out of my own journey with life and my own struggles i achieved a lot of my ultimate goals at a really young age i was in my early 20s and i kind of got to the top of the mountain and i was like what the heck like i don't feel right i felt very empty and and scattered and um here I was with everything that I had wanted at that time in my life. And I just didn't feel like my life was full. And then a journey began where, you know, there were a lot of other things at play for me, but a lot of things shifted in my life. And I realized, oh my gosh, I think so many people are living like I was like, is this all that there is just a rat race of day to day, pleasing other people, Mm -hmm. you know, not having, deep relationships, brushing things under the rug, numbing out with anything that I can numb out with. And um, I changed my life in such a drastic way. And I I didn't even like know that that was on the other side. And so I did that in my own life. And I started this Instagram account and YouTube channel and all that. And I was showing beauty and fashion and all of this lifestyle content. And then I started just talking about real life and things that I had gone through. And it was like a wildfire. I would get so many more messages and direct messages. And, oh my gosh, I had no idea. You felt like this. This is how I feel. And I realized that that was the thing that people were hungry for and wanting. And I know a lot of people are, I feel like therapy and wellness and emotional intelligence, it's all kind of a buzz thing right now. And I'm happy to see the culture move in that direction. But I mean, the Live Fully brand for me, it really it came from my own journey. I have a totally different, I've lived to, totally different lives, two totally different lives. Mm-hmm. And that's what I kind of talk about on the podcast. I have different guests on, whether they be a person that's in the space of emotional wellness or whether they be an author that I really like or someone that talks about, you know, manifesting your best life or someone like my dad who's climbed Mount Everest multiple <laughs> times and all these mountains at 60 something years old, talking just to people that are truly living their lives in a really big way. And, um, yeah, it's, it's my passion project and it's Kyle really pushed me in this direction too. He, Kyle is truly my biggest supporter. I always thought my whole life, like, oh yeah, my parents, they'll always be my number one supporters. And then you get married and you realize when you can have your spouse support you, like he supports me. I mean, there's, there's, there's nothing greater than that in the whole world. Like he's always like, no one will believe in you like as much as I believe in you. No one will ever be a bigger fan of you than me. And I know that he means that. And whenever I forget, um, a lot of things or whenever I feel like my journey's going just kind of wonky, it's, I, he's always like strong and steady for me. And that's, that's really great in my life too. That keeps my life super full. Okay. Mallory's over here preaching, man. Yeah, I I'm asked the question. Do the thing. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready for the question we asked? Yes. Okay. Who do we start with? Which Kyle. One? Kyle. Kyle, you have to go first. All right. <laughs> What's your biggest pet peeve of Mallory? 
Oh man, my I wish we had thought of these pet before. Peeve of Mallory. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me think. So. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to throw my wife under the bus <laughs> on y'all's podcast. Safe space, safe space. Um, so my biggest pet peeve would be when Mallory asked me to do a certain task. Oh, I know. And then this. while I'm doing that task, <laughs> she asked me to do two more tasks inside that one task. It's like, now hold on. Let me finish what you asked me to do first. Yeah. Thank and you. And then throw those other two at me when I'm done with this. Uh-huh. Batching. Batching. <laughs> That's my, this is what That's Andrew my, calls batching. Batching, yes. Yeah. Batching. Batching. Let me finish yeah. one thing at a time before I never finish anything. Oh, my God. We, it's, that's, that's what I was about to say. It's because Anyways. I can do six things at once because uh. I think we're wired like that, you know? <laughs> hey, fair pet peeve, fair pet peeve. Okay, Mallory, what's your biggest pet peeve? Oh, Lord, have mercy. Choose your words wisely. <laughs> I've heard so, laundry dishes yeah. so far. <laughs> this is just the beginning. I'm pretty good at those. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's it's probably a good thing in the end of the day, and it's great that he can, like, slow things down, but um, <laughs> he sometimes moves super slow <laughs> and peacefully when we need to go really fast. That's a good thing. <laughs> so, like, for instance, like, I'm with a bassinet, and I've got two diaper bags on my shoulders, and I'm trying to walk, and he's just sauntering through the hallway <laughs> with his keys and a, and a smart cup in his hand. He's just, it's just a peaceful day in the neighborhood for Kyle. And I know we'll arrive at the same destination, but I'm just like... Chop, chop. <laughs> I'm just not going to join the panic and frenzy. That's I'm just so not. good. That yeah, is so it's good. so good. I've moved so 100 good. miles for like, I've been like that for years. Yeah. And I finally decided I'm done doing that. Okay. There's yeah. part two to this question. Well, though. wait, I have one more pet peeve though. Uh, but this well, is hold on. They just asked oh, for one. Oh, my God. This is one of my pet peeves for everyone. When people won't try a food, when I'm like, hey, try this. And he's like, I'm good. And I'm, it's like a personal thing for me. <laughs> and I'm like, but it's really try. good and I like it. And I think you're going to like it. I'm That's good. my mom to a T. And I'm like, like, just try it. <laughs> just try it. Uh-huh. Why don't you try it? Uh-huh. Okay, part two. Kyle, okay. what do you love the most about Mallory? What do I love? I love... When, when my wife wakes up, it reminds me of Ford, our oldest son. She is so excited and so full of joy for the day. She wakes up with excitement, and I love that. Um, th- that's something that I truly love about her. And um, yeah. that's really sweet. Okay, sweet. Mal, that's really and sweet. And she, she's very, she's very funny. <laughs> she is. Like she got her and I kind of have a little bit of dark sense of humor every now and then, and we, and, uh, uh, I really love that about her. That's really the dark sweet, side. Cal. He loves your yeah. Sick I've never yeah. heard of the dark side. <laughs> That's really sweet. Yeah. Um. Okay. Now my turn. Mm-hmm. What do you love most about Kyle? <clears throat> so I think that a lot of people when they get married or like before they have a child everybody doesn't get married before they have a child these days so it's like before they have a child you never know what type of parent you think like oh they'll be a good parent or maybe they'll have some learning to do but you never truly know what type of parent they're going to be and i'm not just saying this because he's my husband because this is like separate from me i have never seen a better parent 
than Kyle. I've I've never seen, you know, we have two little boys and I, I, I gosh, I know it makes me cry. And I've really never, I've never seen, I've truly never seen a parent like Kyle. As pr- he is so present and patient and he is truly like vibrant as a parent and it's something that I've I've just never I've never seen it before and it's something that I'm like so grateful for and it it makes me I'm I knew he would be a, a great husband but I just I didn't know that you would be mm-hmm. this kind of dad wow. and that's the best thing in the world so yeah that and he brings me down from like a, a hurricane almost <laughs> every day he really is like my grounding um force in so many things that i do and i i don't think that my brand or my business or anything would be where it is today if it weren't for him so yeah i mean that well, was that's quite the compliment <laughs> it's so cool um having known you for each for like five years probably at least uh you've inspired me and my parenting. I'll never forget. That was like the first birth that I was at was Ford's yes. yeah. and seeing you get rolled out of the, oh the room uh-huh. and you're right there and there's 20 people in the room, but nothing else mattered besides you three right there was like, I will never forget that moment just cause it was so beautiful. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that's all they care about is that little new human. So thank yeah. you for that. That's sweet. And then it's also cool what you, um, what you guys have done in turning uh, all the trials and tribulations you've both been through, you just speak about it. You've been so thoughtful through it all. And it's like, yeah, you've made mistakes, but you've been thoughtful through it all. And now sharing those experiences has impacted so many lives. And uh, I'm just, I don't want to say proud because that doesn't mean much, but it's, it's inspiring to me. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah. That means thank a lot. You. Okay. So this is your chance to pimp yourself out. <laughs> Tell everyone what's coming up, where they can find you, what you're excited about. Okay. Um, we both have all of the social medias that are just our name. That's a sore subject though, because I have not changed my last name. I mean, we yeah. did just meet Meta World Peace who uh, took oh. his wife's name. What you officially haven't changed oh. your name? I have not. Oh. No. So Kyle. So Kyle's is Kyle to me and mine's Valerie Irvin. It's funny, everywhere we go like on a reservation or something uh, you always be like Mr. Irvin can we get your bags I'm like no no Mr. Demiola, <laughs> yes. Demiola. yes thank you yeah. so yeah. uh hopefully maybe for my birthday I'm like I don't want her to change her name on anything out there that that would be stupid that's a horrible business decision I'm just asking let's go down to the courthouse and change your name. Maybe just, you know, we're kind of committed to each other now, especially <laughs> with the kids and all. So maybe it's time. So oh, I'm, okay. I'm still holding out on that. We'll so, see. That's so been, right now, currently, Mallory Irvin, M-A-L-L-O-R-Y-E-R-V-I-N, Kyle Demiola, K-Y-L-E-D-I-M-E-O-L-A. And then Underscore podcast. not Mallory. Your podcast? No, just kidding. Um, my podcast is Living Fully with Mallory Irvin. You can look it up on any platform. Our YouTube channel is just my name. Um Mallory Irvin, we do a lot of vlogs and just lifestyle type stuff. Um, And then what's coming out in 
And then I have a book coming out yes. next year. Yes. Yeah, at the end of the year. And um, One of the I'm most really amazing excited. stories you'll ever hear. I will. Thanks. I, it's not my story to share, but I just am so excited well, for you. That's really sweet. Thanks, Sean. That means a lot coming from you. So um, that and I have, you know, a website with a lot of different lifestyle content, motivational content and We've kind of got our our irons in every fire that we can have them in, just like you guys. Um, oh, yeah. So it's just really cool that you can kind of make a business out of this type of thing. So, yeah, literally YouTube, podcast, website, socials, we've kind of got it all. Anything to Oh, we've got a merchandise line, too, that uh, we do uh, flash sales about three or four times a year. And yep. Did I that's miss awesome. anything? I think that's about it. Oh, if I were listening, awesome. I would go... I would recommend to go start with their Instagram. It's yes. a great. Their Instagrams are you'll, amazing. You'll be well, endlessly entertained. And we'll link that down below. But Mallory, Kyle, thank you for your you time. You guys are awesome. Thank thanks you guys. For, always a pleasure. Thanks for finally being on, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Of Our children are, um, you know, just still yeah. down there. Well, Ford's on the bulldozer. <laughs> <outside>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's good. <laughs> that was great. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. Man, the setup, it's so nice. All right, real quick for all of those listening out there, we don't ask for a lot of favors, I don't think, babe, do we? No. But we're going to ask you a favor today, all right? If you're listening to Couple Things Podcasts on Apple Podcasts specifically, will you please do us this short, quick favor? We want to make sure you're staying up to date with our show, and Apple's latest iOS update has paused downloads for many listeners, and some of you have expressed our latest episodes aren't being recommended to you on Apple Podcasts anymore. So here's how to make sure you're getting your episode. And again, this is for Apple Podcasts specifically. Open up that podcast app on your iPhone. Search Couple Things and tap Our Shows icon. And then in the top right corner, you might see a plus follow symbol. If you do, tap it to resume following the show. If you get a prompt to, quote, turn on automatic downloads, say yes. That way... You'll get all of the episodes. Thank you so much, guys. We're so glad this update was brought to our attention because we want to make sure we're reaching as many of you as we can. Love y'all, and we really appreciate you doing this.